0: I'm pretty stoked. A friend of mine told me about Gazelle.com. They paid me cash for my used iPhone. Cash I used to get my new iPhone? Gazelle made it so easy. Shipping was free. Gazelle paid me fast. My phone was worth hundred and fifty bucks. Do yourself a favor. Get on your little www.Gazelle.com. It is a website.
1: This is the main event. Whatcha gonna do? there is, best there
2: was, best there ever will be. Woo! Yeah! yeah. Mm-hmm. I am the game! Costoco said so. Oh my God! What I'd like to have right now. Rest in peace, water. To be the
1: man, you gotta beat the man. Are you ready? Everyone has a price. Ah, yeah, I've come here to fight.
2: Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Introducing your old school Pro Wrestling Nostalgia podcast Beyond the Bell.
3: You know, another moment when I think about Randy was when, you know, we teamed up as the Mega Powers with a famous handshake, you know. You know, we, we made it we made a great tag team, the Mega Powers, and when I think of how intense he was, you know, he just always would take sports entertainment to another level. And I remember we went to commercial break, and when we came back from commercial break, Miss Elizabeth was laying there, and she was hurt, and we came back on camera, and we were arguing, and Macho was going, oh, you had
1: lust in your eyes for Elizabeth. It's,
3: it's your fault he's hurt, Hogan. I see those jealous eyes, brother. And I'm looking at him, and, you know, I'm overwhelmed with how intense Randy is, and he's in my face, and we're arguing on camera, and he apparently didn't get the performance he wanted out of me because out of nowhere he just took his finger and he shoved it in my face, like just out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden, I caught myself getting up on that level that he ran on all the time. And it just was like, I realized what he was doing. He was making me a better man, a better performer, you know, and I just can't explain to you whether it was, you know, lifting weights or, you know, racing boats around or whatever we were doing. Randy would always push you way beyond and take you to a place where you weren't even ready to go i mean he was that intense he created that much energy around you he just made you better at everything you did
4: Macho Maniacs, we cover the next phase of the Macho Man Randy Savage's Hall of Fame career tonight on Beyond the Bell, powered by the SNS Radio Network. I'm your host, Sean Beckerman, back with you once again to cover all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. And tonight, we continue on with our Hall of Fame special covering the 2015 class of the WWE Hall of Fame. Tonight, part two of Macho Madness, the Randy Savage story. Just a few weeks ago, we covered the first part of the Macho Man's career From his very start, from the very beginning, from the start of his career, through his emergence in the World Wrestling Federation to becoming Intercontinental Champion to World Champion. And then the downfall in the WWF, per se, when his in-ring competition and in-ring matches were starting to diminish as Vince McMahon felt that the best days were behind the Macho Man and that the future... Randy Savage was behind the booth on the microphone when we last left you. The Macho Man lost a career-ending match against the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania in which his career would be over and a new career would begin for the Macho One. Tonight, we cover his departure from the Federation and his debut in the rival world, championship wrestling all this through his final days as an in-ring competitor and his final days in his legendary life as well we have retro audio old school promos classic interviews from the macho man plus a few announcements from beyond the bell a lot of things happening here on btb and after this quick break we go back to the macho man's career ending match and we thought that'd be the end of the Macho Man wrestling inside the squared circle, but it won't be the last in the WWF. Don't go anywhere. Macho Madness. We'll be right back.
0: If you want to visit a one-of-a-kind city, you've got to start with a one-of-a-kind site. Only Vegas.com gives you the best deals and the ultimate insight into all things Vegas plus the power to create your entire getaway at the absolute best price. So book a room. We'll help you find the best value at the most famous resorts in Vegas. Book a show. We'll get you access to the city's hottest
4: productions. Book a tour and experience the Grand Canyon or the Hoover Dam or even an aerial view of the Las Vegas Strip. The most important thing
3: is that you book it all right now vegas.com is the only site that brings you all of las vegas all in one place
2: he's known the world over as the shield dean ambrose but before he was a hound of justice he was john moxley join us as we highlight john moxley's combat zone wrestling career and watch some of his toughest matches in the ultra violent playground known as the combat zone watch his distinct mix. Of unpredictability and hardcore fury come together in some of the best pure wrestling matches, as well as death matches, combat zone wrestling has ever seen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best of John Moxley.
1: The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey, ooh yeah.
4: When we last left you on Macho Madness, the Randy Savage story, the Macho Man lost a career ending match to the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania. While the Madness lost his career, he regained the love of Miss Elizabeth. As we enter the early 90s, Savage returned to television in a non-wrestling role as the Macho Man after WrestleMania Seven, as a broadcaster, simply known as the Macho Man. Despite being, for the most part, a face announcer, he still regularly made pot shots at his old rivals in wrestling, especially the Hulkster and the Ultimate Warrior. Meanwhile, the angle with Miss Elizabeth continued, culminating with Savage proposing to her in the ring leading to an on-air wedding at SummerSlam 91, dubbed the match made in heaven. It was this time that Savage was targeted by Jake the Snake Roberts, who by this time was a heel. The most, or one of the most iconic moments in Randy Savage's career was when he got down on that knee on an episode of WWF Superstars. It was the major, the mainstream show for the Federation before Monday Night Raw. And you'll hear the numerous impersonations of Elizabeth. Elizabeth, will you marry me?
1: I've got something to say.
4: To the zillions
1: of people all around the world. And I've also got something to say to Elizabeth.
5: Maybe, come on, you can do it, Randy. Come on,
1: Elizabeth, 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 I love you.
5: My my goodness, he's getting that, folks, he's building up his courage, I think maybe he's gonna ask her. What's what's that, look at that, hard rock, take a look, look at that ring. He's gonna ask
6: her, folks, what's the answer gonna be? Look at that. Come on, Randy, don't pop out now.
1: Somebody said, get on your knees.
2: You hear it? Do it right having, if you're going to do it. He's having second thoughts. It looks to me like he. All oh, right, I, I think he. She's too beautiful. Not now. Don't walk.
7: So we did. I- <laughs>
4: And like I mentioned, this all would lead to SummerSlam 91 as there was the match made in Hell, in which we mentioned in the Hulkamania Chronicles, with the team of Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior taking on Sergeant Slaughter, Colonel Mustafa, and General Adnan. The match made in Hell, as opposed to the the segment that ended the pay-per-view, the match made in Heaven, the actual marriage between randy savage and miss elizabeth now in all actuality in real life they were already married and at this point they were actually on a downturn in their real life relationship but this was pushed as a mainstream main event angle that didn't involve wrestling this was the entertainment side of the wwf at this point On an addition of primetime wrestling prior to SummerSlam, the announcers and several other babyface wrestlers threw a bachelor party for the Macho Man, with Roberts' arrival deemed unwelcome by the rest of the contingent, the rest of his friends and fellow superstars, due to his heel turn. In the post-SummerSlam wedding reception, Roberts and his new ally, the Undertaker, made their presence known by hiding a live snake in one of the newly married couple's wedding presents. This was another iconic moment. Courtesy of Coliseum Home Video, mean and Okerlena and company would present the party, the reception for Savage and Elizabeth, and this turned into a nightmare. Elizabeth was frightened when she opened up the gift box, and The Undertaker blindsided Savage by knocking him out with a steel chair. The
5: wedding reception began right where the wedding itself left off. So many, many happy, wonderful moments. Very good. I feel sorry for you too, brother. You know what I mean? Show this man
1: the
7: exit. And even
5: from there, the toast. To,
7: to see to Elizabeth you. and the macho Pleasure man
5: together in the setting
7: raise your glasses high as we toast the new bride and groom
5: mr and mrs (laughs) Moschow. elizabeth so very very happy everyone enjoying the wedding reception including watching this
7: present Mr. and Mrs.
5: Macho oh oh So many wonderful right. memories being shared by so many of their friends in the World Wrestling Federation. Elizabeth and the Macho man together. Again, we had never seen a couple any more beautiful. Tenderly sharing this moment Elizabeth and the macho man. The celebration continued into the traditional cake cutting ceremony. Elizabeth giggling with, with delight, watching Randy Savage cut the cake in his own way. Yeah, of course, Randy Savage first. And then Elizabeth took a bite. Finger looking good, no question about it. And Elizabeth sharing this moment with a traditional throwing of the bouquet. So many happy, happy moments. Some lucky lady perhaps to follow in the footsteps of Miss Elizabeth. By the way, Elizabeth. And then while opening their gifts,
1: this happened.
7: Disaster. Yeah, right there. You know, this, this, is, this has got to be a good time. This is the too party, too, right? I'm going to save the oh, world. Yeah. I'm going to save
4: Some would say it's goofy in this day and age, would say it's cheesy, but it worked for its time. Sid Justice, who arrived in the Federation at this point, ran off both Roberts and The Undertaker. Savage, still unable to compete due to his WrestleMania 7 loss to The Ultimate Warrior, immediately began a public campaign to have himself reinstated as an active competitor to gain revenge on Jake. However, WWF President Jack Tunney refused. Meanwhile, Roberts cut a series of promos berating the Macho Man. The feud began to boil over during a television taping for WWF Superstars of Wrestling on October 21st in Fort Wayne, Indiana. This is when Roberts cut an in-ring promo to Goad Savage, who was providing color commentary into the ring. After he was lured into the squared circle by this point Roberts brutally attacked Savage, eventually tying him into the ropes before getting a live cobra to bite his arm. The snake was devenomized and according to Robert's DVD Pick Your Poison, he had trouble getting the cobra to release his bite. The segment went on longer than planned, and Savage's bloody and the Savage's blood was clearly visible as it dripped from the puncture wounds. The footage of Savage suffering was censored with a large X, the prototypical early 90s, late 80s, red X on the screen, as opposed to blurring it out, on WWF Superstars when it aired on November 23rd, but the segment aired uncensored on cable television, however. Savage urged the fans to lobby Tunny to reinstate him. Under rallying cry... The reinstatement, that's the plan. Reinstate the Macho Man. That was the phrase. In response, Tunney reinstated Savage and announced a match between him and Roberts at the this Tuesday in Texas pay-per-view event. Savage won the match, and the two continued to brawl afterward. Roberts turned things up another level when he gained the upper hand, beat him down, With three DDTs, and this is when DDTs meant something, writes Steve Austin, then forced Elizabeth to beg for mercy for her husband. Roberts was dissatisfied with the result and slapped her across the face. The feud continued throughout the winter, ending after a match on February 8th, 92, on Saturday night's main event, which Savage won. Roberts had planned a backstage ambush of Savage and Elizabeth after losing the match, but it was stopped by The Undertaker. During the Macho Man's Hall of Fame induction week, all during WrestleMania week, even Lanny Poffo mentioned it on previous interviews prior to his induction, it was around this time that Savage made it known to Vince McMahon that he wanted to work a program with an up-and-comer known as the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. Savage wanted to still contribute in the squared circle as he felt he still had what it took and could contribute to making new superstars. In turn, he wanted to help make Shawn Michaels. So he proposed a year-long storyline around this point in which he would feud with Shawn Michaels and would result at with a WrestleMania match between him and the future HBK, Mr. WrestleMania, in which he would lose to Shawn Michaels, making him, in the process, as a new main event star. Imagine that. Going back, we could have witnessed Savage versus Michaels, such a lost opportunity. But at this point in the 1992, the early 90s range, 92, around the 92-93 portion of his career, he entered a new feud with another Hall of Famer, not Shawn Michaels, but the Nature Boy Ric Flair. This on-screen feud, according to their storyline, involved Flair claiming that he had slept with Savage's wife, Miss Elizabeth, going as far as presenting pictures of Elizabeth, in which Flair had himself superimposed in WWF magazine.
2: As I now stand before each and every one of you, each and every one of you that believes Elizabeth led that life of celibacy, Each and every one of you that believes she's that sweet, innocent flower she claims to be. Each and every one of you that believes her accusations that the photographs of she and I are not real. Once again, as I stand before you all, (laughs) let's just take one moment to review the photo. Let's start out with the photo of she and I by the poop. Remember the towels? The initials R and L? Well, what else could they stand for but Rick and Liz? And my favorite fruit, strawberries. What, what a great day that was. Now let's look at Liz and I watching TV, cuddled up oh so closely. And of course there's the scene at the dining room table, drinking Dom Perignon. Look at the look of her eyes, look at the bliss. Now there's a satisfied woman. And of course, let's go to the stables. As I said earlier, there's Elizabeth with her two favorite studs. Please notice the scarf she's wearing. Well, it's not by chance, ladies and gentlemen, that I happen to have that lovely scarf with me this very moment. And it's not by chance that I happen to remember the lovely scent of Elizabeth. Randy, the lovely scent of your oh-so-beautiful wife. Then again, it's not by chance that I'll be wearing this same scarf at Wrestlemania remembering the sweet smell of your lovely wife, Randy. And it's not by chance that I will experience the sweet smell of success when I beat you. Randy Savage at WrestleMania Eight. Woo! Thank you. Thank you all so much.
0: Woo! 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 Woo!
4: This culminated in a title match at WrestleMania Eight. Savage won the match and his second wwf championship during this time savage and elizabeth separated in real life and elizabeth made her final world wrestling federation appearance on april 19th 1992 during an overseas tour in england however the savage flair feud continued keeping flair elizabeth television storyline intact until elizabeth's final WWF appearance which was a match between Savage and Shawn Michaels which aired on Primetime Wrestling in June about the same time WWF Magazine published photos like I mentioned of Savage and Elizabeth which were identical to those featuring Elizabeth and Flair and it was revealed that Flair had doctored the Savage-Elizabeth pictures the former couple were divorced on September 18th 1992 afterward Savage issued a statement that was printed in WWE Magazine revealing the status of their relationship and thanking the fans for their support through the years.
8: Most of us loved Randy and loved Liz. Liz was such a, a, a such a great girl to be around. She was a, just a real classy lady, kind of just a girl that everybody loved. Everybody loved her and uh, and she was a trooper. She trooped along and the roads can be pretty hard on a girl, and she she was always a flower. Kind of. She always mm. still looked, looked good and always carried herself so well. And You know, she was pretty tireless, and Randy was with the media and stuff they did to promote themselves. And I, I always uh, had a lot of respect, and I think everyone, I don't know, very few guys that didn't have a lot of respect for both of them. And when we finally realized that there was issues between them, problems, I think we all felt bad because it was kind of like I know he had to travel around with his wife. You know, all, a lot of us, or some of us might have thought it might be a great idea to travel around with our wives. But I think most of us knew when that when Randy's marriage failed that it was like that's probably what did it, you know, more than anything was that just that constant being face-to-face in a prison cell all the time. I've asked many people here, is it ever a good idea to bring your shoot wife into... The wrestling business. Does that ever work? Has it ever worked? I don't know. You know, um, it can work. I I think Randy and Liz it could have worked. And uh, just, you know, Randy had Liz love kind of living a life like a bird in a cage. You know, he, he, you know, that's really what was. He was super, super jealous. The the character that he played, where he would play that he was really jealous. That's a real character. You know, I've seen Randy go off because. Somebody looked at Liz, or someone, you know. And I, I always wondered because I was like, I looked at her lots, and I never had any problem with him, you know. And then, and he, me and Randy always got along good, but sometimes he would just go off on some guys, you know. And he had a real problem with stuff like that, and you know. And I think Liz, Liz may be tired of some of that, and I, I can't say I mean, as far as I know. Being around both of them, they were always uh, a good team, and uh, when they split up. I never felt that they were the same without each other. They were always kind of a little, Mm. kind of lost and sort of out on a kite
4: string. Savage's statement marked at the time a rare acknowledgement of the wrestlers' private lives for both the Federation and its flagship publication. This blurred the lines between storyline and reality. Savage continued with the WWF for two more years, and except for the statement in the magazine his divorce from Elizabeth was neither referred to nor figured into any of Savage's feuds. For the better part of 92, Savage and his old nemesis, the Ultimate Warrior, peacefully coexisted as babyfaces. However, when it was announced that the warrior was the new number 1 contender for Savage's WWF championship, old tensions resurfaced, and they had, had several heated exchanges prior to the match. Savage defended the title against the Warrior at SummerSlam 92, in which Savage lost the match by countout. This was in Wembley Stadium, but retained the title. On September 14th, on an episode of Primetime Wrestling, Savage lost the WF title to Nature Boy Ric Flair after interference by Razor Ramon, the new superstar, arriving in the World Wrestling Federation. Savage and Flair later swapped another world championship in WCW during their 95-96 feud, making them the only duo to win and lose both the WWF slash WWE and WCW versions of the world title to each other. What a great stat. He formed a tag team with the Ultimate Warrior known as the Ultimate Maniacs after both men were attacked by Flair and Mr. Perfect during their heated match at SummerSlam. After his title loss shortly after, an injured savage backed Warrior to be the man to dethrone the Nature Boy. On the November 8th, 1992 edition of Saturday Night's Main Event, They took on Money Incorporated, the team of Ted DiBiase, and Erwin R. Scheister, IRS, for the WWF Tag Team Championship. Money Inc. lost by countout, but retained their titles. Savage and Warrior were scheduled to face Flair and Ramon in a tag team match at Survivor Series 92, but Warrior was fired from the WWF weeks before the event, so Savage chose Mr. Perfect, executive consultant to Ric Flair, and his partner to replace Warrior. Perfect initially laughed off the suggestion, but was angered by Bobby Keenan and his insinuations they could never again wrestle at his previous level, and accepted the match. Despite initial distrust, which was an interview prior to the match, which Savage admitted to perfect that he didn't like nor trust them, the duo defeated Flair and Razor Ramon via disqualification. When Monday Night Raw began in January of 1993, Savage served primarily as color commentator, wrestling only occasionally against characters such as Doink the Clown, the Repo Man, and Crush. Very, very small, minute levels. He was mainly a commentator. However, He was the runner-up in the Royal Rumble match in 93, where he was eliminated by Yokozuna. He returned to pay-per-view at the Survivor Series later that year as a substitute for Mr. Perfect and competed in the 94 Rumble match as well. His last WWF pay-per-view appearance as a competitor was a victory over Crush in a Falls Count Anywhere match at WrestleMania 10. This came after Crush punctuated his heel turn by attacking Savage on Monday Night Raw, in which he dropped him face first on the guardrail, lacerating Savage's tongue. Savage also made periodic appearances in Jim Cornette's Smoky Mountain Wrestling promotion in the fall of 94. Meanwhile, Savage was also commentator for the 1994 King of the Ring and made his final WWF pay-per-view appearance at the 1994 installment of SummerSlam, where he served as the Master of Ceremonies. Behind the scenes, Savage was becoming increasingly unhappy with his diminishing role within the company, as he felt he could still perform as a top-level performer and superstar. At the end of October 1994, Savage's WWF contract expired, and he abruptly left to sign with the competing World Championship Wrestling. He decided to become a big fish in a small pond. Savage was given an on-air farewell by a visibly upset vince mcmahon on the november 7th 1994 edition of monday night raw
5: all right we're back ladies and gentlemen we'll have more action for you momentarily uh, at this time uh, obviously conspicuous by his absence is the macho man randy savage and i'd like to uh, announce unfortunately that randy savage has been unable to sign a a contract with the world wrestling federation not unable to uh, rather come to terms with the world wrestling federation for a new contract but randy i know you're out there listening. And uh, on behalf of all of us here in the World Wrestling Federation, all of your fans, and certainly uh, me, the number one fan, I'd I'd like to say thank you for all of your positive contributions uh, to the World Wrestling Federation. Thank you, Randy Savage, for, for all of the wonderful memories for so many years here in the World Wrestling Federation. We wish you nothing but the best. Godspeed, and good luck.
4: When we return after this quick break, We cover the next phase, the next stage of the Macho Man's career as he would arrive in Turnerland, World Championship Wrestling. The Macho Man knew he had more left in his tank, that he could still go inside the squared circle. Commentary and announcing wasn't enough for him as he had his sights set on another World Championship. Stay with us. The Macho Man arrives in WCW after this quick timeout. Every day, fathead wall decals are being mistaken
9: for hardworking professional athletes. And it's not just athletes being affected by this epidemic. It's One Direction, crime-fighting turtles, Transformers figures, Elmo, even dinosaurs. You can't tell the difference based on looks alone. Try asking how they're doing. A real athlete might respond by saying, I feel very alone right now. Whereas a fathead wall decal won't respond
0: because it's a wall decal.
4: Highspots.com is an official affiliate of the SNS radio network. Highspots is a leading online retailer for professional wrestling and mixed martial arts, offering action figures, DVDs, apparel, championship belts, wrestling gear, and even wrestling rings. High Spots is committed to be your one-stop shop for all wrestling and mixed martial arts products. Whether you're a wrestling fan, a pro wrestler, or a promoter, you can find what you're looking for at HighSpots.com. Go to btbcast.com or snsradionetwork.com and click on the High Spots banner, and it will take you directly to the High Spots main page, where you can purchase Everything a wrestling fan could want. By doing so, the SNS radio network will receive a kickback, which goes directly into improving the network for you fans. So go to highspots.com now and boost your pro wrestling collection.
7: See these hands? Do they look like the hands of a man who carries around? Discount cards. Yeah, didn't think so. Introducing Speed Perks from Advance Auto Parts, a rewards program for guys who love getting under the hood. No cards, no points, no nonsense.
1: The madness, yeah! You're
0: mine!
4: Welcome back, old schoolers. The macho man, Randy Savage, finished with the World Wrestling Federation 1994 upon us and what would behold the career of this future Hall of Famer. Savage felt he had plenty of years left to contribute high-quality, top-notch, in ring matches he felt he wasn't given enough opportunity now with the new generation in the world wrestling federation so he made the controversial and monumental decision to join world championship wrestling those close to him have said it was mainly due to his eagerness to still compete on the expiration of his contract in late 94. Ladies and
7: gentlemen. Gives me a great deal of pleasure to introduce truly one of the all-time greats in professional wrestling finally arriving at world championship wrestling this man has done it all the macho band randy savage welcome to atlanta oh yeah i want everybody right now to freak out freak
1: out the macho man is right here And I'm here for only one reason, and that's to take it to the limit, yeah!
7: Uh, Can you be a little more specific about that, Macho Man? I know you've got to have goals and objectives when you come to an organization, a star of your magnitude, but what specifically do you have in mind? You're right about that, because
1: a lot of people out there call me hardcore, a lot of people out there call me cold and calloused, a lot of people out there think that I'm living on the edge and that I'm insane in the membrane and that I'm a time bomb and I could go ballistic at any second and all those things could be true but it doesn't ignore the fact that I'm here for one reason and one reason only and that is to confront the man that goes by the name of Hulk Hogan Now, me, Gene Oakland, I want to ask you a question right now. Shoot. Do you know a man that goes by the name of Hulk Hogan that hangs around here?
7: I hope you're not living in a cave and and haven't been in New York because Hulk Hogan is the WCW Heavyweight Champion. He is? He is the champion.
1: Well, you know, I think I might have a problem with that because past and future the number one wrestler in the universe is the macho man Randy Savage And uh, Hulk Hogan your number two, so I don't care if you're in a garbage can come on out here I don't care if you're underneath the ring come crawling over here because we got to do something
7: man-to-man We got a TCB take care of business get him out here right now well, I don't believe Hulk Hogan is available, but I don't think Hogan's the kind of guy that would ever back down from any kind of a confrontation. Well, is that right?
1: No. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. What I want you to do is tell me a situation where, when, what time that I can meet Hulk Hogan and get this thing resolved.
7: Real simple. He's going to be at Starcade on December the 27th in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, really? Yes.
1: Starcade. Starcade. December the 27th, Nashville, Tennessee, Music City. Let me tell you something. I'm thinking about something right now. That's kind of cool right now because I can wait. Good things can wait. I'm going to tell you something, Mean Gene Okerlund. By a hook or by a crook, the macho man is going to be at Starcade. Oh, yeah, I am. And uh, somewhere in the night, I'm going to have eye contact with Hulk Hogan, and one of two things are going to happen. One, I'm going to take my hand and put it out to you, Hulk Hogan, and shake your hand. The other thing that may happen is that I might slap you in the face and spin your head all the way back to Venice Beach, California and put the boots to you. Thank you very much. No, no. Stop it right there. I'm going to tell you something right now. Hulk Hogan to uh, Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. Macho Man and Hulk Hogan have a date with Destiny.
7: Oh, yeah. Starkey, Dig it. All right, the Macho Man, Randy Savage, already making his presence known here on WCW Saturday night. Ooh right back.
4: Don't go away. He signed a $6 million contract with World Championship Wrestling, joining his friend Hulk Hogan, who was feuding with the Three Faces of Fear and the Dungeon of Doom at the time. The wrestling world was shocked when Mean Gene Okerlund said those words on a special edition of WCW Saturday Night, at that time their flagship show, stating the Macho Man was a part of WCW once he arrived he competed in main event or just below feuds with different members of Kevin Sullivan's group the three faces of fear like I just mentioned previously roughly a year into the company Savage had already ignited his feud reignited it once again with the nature boy Ric Flair this was in a series of matches including a lifeguard lumberjack match Yes, it was WCW, folks. During the 1995 WCW United States Championship Tournament, created when former champion Big Van Vader was stripped for the title for attacking WCW on-air commissioner Nick Bockwinkle, Savage interfered in Flair's match of the tournament versus a young upstart, Alex Wright, thus Vunderkin. He attacked Flair, causing Wright to get disqualified, setting up a tournament semifinal match where the winner, would face the winner of the Sting-Meng match for the U.S. title. And this would be at the Great American Bash that June. Savage and Flair's match never took place, however, as the Macho Man and Flair brawled in the backstage area prior to the bell ringing. They were both eliminated from the tournament and had their own match in the main event of the Bash, in which the Macho Man won. Later on that year, during part of the storyline where Arn Anderson and Ric Flair turned on each other with Flair in looking for a partner to take on Anderson and Pillman in a tag match, tried to recruit the Macho Man to be his partner. Savage and Flair as a team, however... Remembering the rivalry and how Flair had attacked Savage's father, Angelo Poffo, during their rivalry, he refused, telling Flair point-blank to get out of here. WCW took great lengths to appease the Macho Man Randy Savage, signing his brother, Lanny Poffo, to a 250000 dollars year contract. Not to mention, his father, Angelo Poffo, was inducted to the, uh, the hallowed and forgettable at times wcw hall of fame and of course flair involved in the feud with savage and like i just mentioned attacking his father angelo just would reignite the feud that carried over from the early 90s in which culminated at wrestlemania between flair and savage on november 26th nineteen eighty-five, at world war three Savage won the WCW World Championship by winning the 60-Man 3-Ring Battle Royal. Once again, the Macho Man was world champion. However, he lost the title to Flair just a month later. The Macho Man won the title back a month later after that, but lost the title back to Flair another month later. Flip-flop-and-fly, that was WCW. In January of 1996, he would bring Miss Elizabeth with him to WCW as his valet once again. Elizabeth turned on Savage in his last title loss to Flair. He would join the na- she would join the Nature Boy. Thereafter, Flair claimed that Elizabeth had given him a sizable amount of Savage's money, taken in their divorce settlement, and which Flair used to set up a VIP section at Monday Nitro events. In some way, I kind of liked this storyline. It was one of the few that kind of made sense and was unique for WCW. Flair and Savage continued to feud through the Great American Bash in June of 96. Then in July, the NWO, the New World Order, was formed when Hulk Hogan turned on Savage and others and joined the Outsiders, a tag team of former WWF superstars Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, Diesel and Razor Ramon. After their inception, one of their main enemies became the Macho Man himself. At WCW Halloween Havoc that year, the Macho Man faced Hogan for the WCW title, but lost when the rest of the NWO interfered. After months of abuse from the New World Order, Savage joined them. At Super Brawl 1997. This is when he helped Hogan defeat Roddy Piper in a rematch from their Starcade event the previous year. He also reunited with Elizabeth at this point, who had joined the NWO several months prior. Then he began his historic feud with Diamond Dallas Page. In turn, the two would feud with DDP and his wife, Kimberly. So is the lovely Miss Elizabeth and Savage against DDP and Kimberly in this heated feud. DDP will make note and states to this very day that this was the feud that made him a main event player.
6: When Scott and Kev came in as the the outsiders, that changed the face of wrestling. And they just are killing everybody. And I was the only guy who had a real connection to both of them. I created Scott Hall's entire gimmick. What he looked like, the toothpick, everything. And, and we, he's my first tag team partner. Kevin Nash, we were tag team partners. And we've hung together all the time. So I really had a real relationship with those guys. So when we came up with the angle of, you guys ask me, and I go, no. <laughs> no, they just would have killed somebody. You know, They just would have beat him down. Oh, Dally, oh, he'll, he'll come around. So that became like the stick until I finally put the shirt on, the NWO shirt on in front of 33,000 people, gave Kev the big hug, and Scotty grabbed my hand and went to shake my hand, and when he went to look away and walk, and I pulled him in and caught him. Bang! Place went ballistic, man. (laughs) Yo, Kevin came at me, I threw him over the top rope, but I took off through the people. That was an amazing moment because that was the rocket. All the hard work I put it up till then, Pow! take it off. And then Randy Savage, Ooh, yeah, the mind you, man, you know, he has to work with me. He wanted to put me over. No one told Randy, oh, we're gonna do this with you and diamond and you're gonna put him over. It's like <laughs> him and Hulk. They both had their own deal. They controlled their own destiny, which is an amazing place to be in, not me. So Randy wanted to grab me because he knew I was ready, (sighs) pick me up. And those feuds, I mean, that feud, 1997 PWI feud of the year, on top of, ahead of, one of my best and closest friends, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart. You know, so to actually been in that spot so hot. God, those matches that we had, it was, uh, we didn't have to do a lot because it was so, it was white hot.
4: When Hogan failed to recapture his NWO title from Sting, it was Savage's turn and he got his shot at WCW Spring Stampede 1998. Hogan tried everything he could to make sure that Savage would not win the title because Hogan felt that he was... The only NW member who should be world champion since he was the leader of the stable. With the help of Kevin Nash, however, Savage beat Sting for the title and was once again WCW world champion. The following night on Nitro, Hogan faced Savage for the championship. Their historic rivalry reignited For a while, it looked like Hogan had Savage beat, but for the second consecutive night, Nash came to Savage's aid, powerbombing the Hulkster. Savage tried to capitalize, but in interfering, Brett the Hitman Hart attacked Savage and preserved the victory for Hogan. After that, Savage joined with Nash and others to form the NWL Wolfpack a split from Hogan's group, which became known as NWO Black and White or NWO Hollywood. For nearly a year, Randy Savage took a hiatus from the company due to an injury. When the Macho Man returned, he came back with a new look and a new attitude and also brought with him his then 22-year-old girlfriend, Gorgeous George, as his valet. Yes, Miss Elizabeth was a part of storylines with the Macho Man and WCW, but that was the only relationship. Storyline only. The Macho Man and Elizabeth were separated, and the Savage one was free to roam, and that he did with Gorgeous George. Now let's rewind back. The red and black NW Wolf Pack was running wild, and the Macho Man Ready Savage was a big Part of the initial phase of that group. But at the time, WCW and the NWO was becoming watered down. And with Savage's hiatus, like Savage always does, he knew he needed to reinvent himself, as he's done throughout his entire career. His first action as The new Macho Man Randy Savage, the new Savage look, was being the the special guest referee in the WSW World Title matchup at Spring Stampede 1999, which was won by Diamond Dallas Page. Savage's look was quite different due to his recurring and compounding injuries, especially having his knee injuries and age catching up to him. He bulked up considerably. His size was significantly bigger as opposed to the leaner structure he had during his heyday. He was a high flyer. He was much quicker on his feet. Now he was bigger, bulkier, and relied on the entertainment value in his matches. He slicked back his hair instead of having the wild straw-like hair that he's so known for. The slick back hair pulled up with a ponytail, the shades, and a very modern chic look, not the iron, but the stylish chic, came to the ring with a valet of valets, with an entourage, so to speak. For a short time after DDP's title victory, Randy would interfere in Page's matches to make sure that Page kept his world title, for reasons unknown and never explained by WCW. Some thought that Savage did this to win the title back from Page, but when Kevin Ash won the title at WW Slambury in 1999, Savage went after the title himself. It was around that time that Medusa and Miss Madness joined the Macho Man and his other other two valets. Together, they were known as Team Madness. Like I mentioned that entourage, the Macho Man surrounded himself with beautiful women. Team Madness in full effect. Like I mentioned, Medusa and Miss Madness was the future Molly Holly, Nora Greenwald, an excellent in-ring competitor. At WCW Great American Bash 99, Sid Vicious returned to help WCW and help Macho Man attack Kevin Nash. This led to a tag team matchup between Nash and Sting against Savage and Vicious, in which whoever pinned Nash, including Sting, would win the world title. Convoluted WCW as usual, and this took place At Bash at the Beach, Savage won the WWE title for the fourth time when he pinned Nash but lost the title again to Hollywood Hogan the very next night when Kevin Nash interfered and powerbombed Macho Man in a reversal of the situation from the previous year where Nash had attacked Hogan to help Savage keep his title a bit unsuccessfully. I might add. After that, Team Madness slowly started to disband, as Medusa and Miss Madness started fighting each other because they blamed the other for Savage's title loss. Dissension in Team Madness. Savage soon fired both of them. Dig it. Then he started a feud with Dennis Rodman, NBA legend, the Rob Man, Dennis Rodman, and he defeated Rodman at Road Wild, 1999. He eventually joined the Millionaire's Club with Hulk Hogan, Jim Duggan, Ric Flair, DDP, and other popular veteran wrestlers. This was during the Vince Russo era. And when Vince Russo came to WSW and Savage's WSW contract expired, Savage and Gorgeous George left WSW and never returned. This was the very controversial time in professional wrestling as the World Wrestling Federation was going sky-high WW was hitting its low, the downfall and going out of business. And in turn, the macho's the macho man's contract conveniently was ending around this time and like he always does, senses the future, senses writing on the wall and knows where there's not a place for him. He knew that it was time to depart from the Atlanta-based promotion, and so he did. Savage and George left. WSW eventually went out of business. The Macho Man disappeared from the mainstream media for a period of time. Some hoped that he would re-enter the World Wrestling Federation, but others knew that was a definite long shot. But he reappeared in 2002, this time on the big screen, starring in the Spider-Man movie. And in 2003, he pursued a career as a rap artist. Yes, movie star and rap artist. Rewind back. In Spider-Man, he debuted as Bonesaw, the wrestler that would compete against Spider-Man. An iconic and very short-lived character, but it's still iconic to this day, fitting the perfect comic book character Bonesaw, the Macho Man was back again in the mainstream. Then the rap album. His debut album would be called or entitled Be A Man was released on October 7th of 2003. His album was met with scathing reviews. According to a review by a columnist in the New York Post, his album quote-unquote defied the laws of physics by blowing and sucking at the same time another critic described the vocals as sounding like nick nolte after a whiskey and sandpaper binge Ugh, terrible the title track of the album was intended to make fun of hulk hogan be a man hulk
1: But I tell it's to a real fight. He passed. I called him out, but the punk was scared to go. It was a charity event, but the Hulk didn't show. Hollywood Hulk style, You're at the end of your rope. And I'm a kick you in the butt and wash your mouth. I was so. Cause like Rodney Dangerfield, you get some no respect. So come on, Hulk, let's so I can put you in chat. Be a man Hulk. Pops, I almost can't stand While well, I got myself Feature-rolling Spider-Man You hide the man But when I find you thought, And when I slam it to the dirt You wish you was never born I smell a coward Is that you, Hogan? What? Macho's gonna kick your butt There's a slogan You tried to ignore me Thinking I'll go away But I'ma keep on Listening with you two, Day after day And once you step too Macho, you through The jokes on you So what, what you gonna do? do? Probably nothing Cause you're a real big punk You call my dad up On the phone, man Cause if you really got static, take it up with me And I'll pump your butt out
6: Hogan is a
4: real big post. Randy Savage made his return to professional wrestling. In total, non-stop, action wrestling. This was at TNA Victory Road 2004 and feuded against Jeff Jarrett, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall. At Turning Point 2004, he teamed up with Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles to defeat the Kings of Wrestling, which were the the name for Jarrett, Nash, and Hall. His role was not a major one, to say the least. But the main event of Final Resolution 2005 was going to be Jeff Jarrett and Randy Savage for the NWA title. Savage's plan was to win the title and then drop it back to Jarrett at the next pay-per-view. When TNA management did not like the idea, Savage left because neither party would budge. It's also been noted that Savage was going through some health concerns at this point in his career. That will be the last official presence of the Macho Man Randy Savage inside the Squared Circle as an active competitor. Old school fans and collectors would reunite and band together in the hopes of having classic Macho Man memorabilia that had a WWF slash now WWE logo and presence attached to it. And Jax Pacific who was at the time the action figure distributor for the WWE was attempting to do just that. Jack Pacific tried to sign the Macho Man for a classic superstars line as they were throwing a ton of legends. They were signing th- at this point also there was the development of legends contracts and which would provide them benefits uh, potential hall of famers, current hall of famers And Legends, the opportunity to gain extra income and still be attached to the company in a side project basis, not in an on-screen current product capacity, but to remember them from the past for memorabilia and merchandising uh, opportunities. So, Jax attempted to do this for the Macho Man. The classic Superstars line was hoped to have the Macho Man a part of it, but... Supposedly, it was denied by Vince McMahon, despite the fact that Vince allowed them to sign a number of superstars that were on bad terms with the company, including The Ultimate Warrior, signed twice by Jax, Bruno San Martino, and, of course, even Bret the Hitman Hart. At, the, at that point, Savage remained one of the few and only bit one of the iconic and biggest stars that had not signed up with Jax for a figure. Prior to Mattel taking over the rights and distribution and production for all action figures and toys for the WWE. The Macho Man held the record in the Guinness Book of Records for the longest absence in WWE video games. This will be spanning from his the last appearance to the current day. Then when Mattel took over the toy line for the WWE, all of us collectors got what we were waiting for. The official WWE licensed current day action figure of the Macho Man Randy Savage. In his gear from the infamous career ending match from WrestleMania seven, the Macho Man was now a part of the Mattel action figure line for the WWE. Going back to the Guinness Book of Records, there was hope now as the Macho Man Randy Savage will be included in 2011 in the release of the WWE All-Stars video game. Oh, yeah.
1: You. Today got nothing on the macho man Randy Savage and my generation, yeah, and all the legends, yeah, because I'm telling you, that's complete mental insanity, yeah. Let the WWE All-Star video game begin, yeah. The best of the best, and to hell with the rest, yeah. pick the Macho Man Randy Savage if you will, yeah. And I guarantee you will be victorious forever in a day, yeah, you will. Cause I am the world's greatest wrestling superstar, legend of all time, of all time, of all time. Oh yeah! Catch me if you can, WWE All Star Video Game. Cause you ain't seen nothing yet. Cause I am the Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Space is the place, sky's the limit. Yeah, that's the deal. Greatest matchups of all time haven't happened yet. No, they haven't until. And it's up to the WWE Universe to take control of a volatile situation. And you guys decide who's the baddest generation of all time, yeah. Two generations, one ring, yeah. Hit up the WWEAllStars.com right now. You take control. Everybody say, oh, yeah.
4: He was now returning. To the video game genre, two thousand eleven, playing in a feature, in a feature role, as a legend character. This would carry over to two thousand twelve and WWE twelve, being finally entered as a playable character with current day superstars. This was amazing. Fans were hoping that the relationship between the Macho Man Randy Savage and the WWE was starting to get closer. Together, maybe he would come back to television. Maybe he'd be inducted into the Hall of Fame. But sadly, on May 20th, 2011, the Macho Man suffered a heart attack while driving, and he passed away. Sitting next to him in the car was his new wife. As in 2010, he married his high school sweetheart. He finally was in a great place in his life. His professional wrestling career was put to bed, but at the point we all could celebrate the Macho Man and what he's done in the industry. His legacy will never be forgotten, though. Randy Savage entertained fans for three decades. He put on some of the most memorable matches, and his persona was just something that can never, ever be duplicated. A part of so many important historical events and matches and moments in both WSW, the WWF, and the NWA, Memphis. So many moments. When someone says, is Randy Savage one of the greatest superstars in history, it's hard to do anything but say, ooh, yeah, dig it. We all, here at the SNS Radio Network, Congratulate the Macho Man for finally being inducted into the 2015 class of the WWE Hall of Fame. His voice, his in-ring style, his promos, his short fuse, his personality will forever be remembered, and to this very day, with the Macho Mandow character. It will live on in infamy. The Macho Man is immortal as well. Not just Hulk Hogan. Randy Savage will live on throughout the annals of time. From his infamous Slim Jim commercials. Step into a Slim Jim. Oh yeah. The Macho Man helped make superstars, professional wrestlers, break through that mainstream wall of being a face of a mainstream product. He was such a character, to the big screen, being starring in Spider-Man. Whatever the Macho Man did, he made it work. From evolving his character over the years, from the long, the, the elaborate, glitz and glamour robes, to then the modern cowboy hat and strings, the neon-colored uh, outfits, the jackets, the the pants, the boots, the sunglasses. Then joining the NWO, the black and white cool look, reinventing himself with the pullback hair bulking up his look. And then in TNA, going kind of a retro slash modern look of a long black trench coat and a black leather cowboy cowboy hat. No matter what Savage did, he tried to reinvent his character. And stars like Chris Jericho and others learned from him and tried to mold and update their look their character throughout the years to make themselves fresh. The Macho Man never wanted to be stale. Stale and Macho Man don't go together, folks. His list of championships is legendary. Cap it all off with becoming the two-time WWF World Heavyweight Champion, four-time WWF World Heavyweight Champion, three-time I.C.W. World Heavyweight Champion, USWA Unified World Heavyweight Champion, Two time AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion, CWA International Heavyweight Champion, three time NWA Mid America Heavyweight Champion, two time GPW International Heavyweight Champion, WWC North American Heavyweight Champion, and of course, WWF Intercontinental Champion. The Macho Man has done it all. From the classic, historic WrestleMania 3 matchup, for the intercontinental title against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat to his first WWF Championship victory after the historic World Title Tournament at WrestleMania Four, to his classic feud with Hulk Hogan, the mega powers exploding through his downfall in the World Wrestling Federation, arriving in WSW, winning World Championships there, joining the NWO, and then the downfall of that promotion. The Macho Man has done and seen it all. Thank you, Randy Savage, for all you've done. And Lenny Poffo has made it known, especially recently, of all the charity work that Randy Savage has done over the years that went unnoticed, unpublicized, because that's who Randy was. The Macho Man. One of the greatest of all time. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Have you been to the Online World of Wrestling? Exclusively the forums of Online World of Wrestling is your place to go to discuss all things related to professional wrestling. It's a community bulletin board and an online discussion site dedicated to the world of sports entertainment. This form allows you the fan to share and express your thoughts and opinions, positive or negative in one location. Learn the history of professional wrestling and ask questions to improve your knowledge. Also, you can check out the latest news and read exclusive columns covering the past and current in-ring product. Sign up and check it out now at forums.onlineworldofwrestling.com. Okay, this week, Groupon members are going to save 50 to 90% on great daily deals all over town. They're going to discover new restaurants, spas, museums, famous people, helicopter rides, juggling classes, a different kind of juggling classes, concerts, yoga studios, theater, golf, lessons, more lessons, movie tickets, and a whole lot more. If your week doesn't sound quite that exciting, maybe you want to sign up for ours. Groupon.com. Other than the immortal one, Hulk Hogan, no professional wrestler has been impersonated more than the macho man Randy Savage. If you're a professional wrestling fan, at one point or another in your life, you have shouted out an ooh yeah or a dig it or a snap it to a Slim Jim or at your graduation doing the finger swirl and spin the typical Macho Man entrance. You have done the Macho Man. You have spoken like the madness. So as our previous edition, at the end of the show, we played a compilation of some of the Macho Man's greatest promos on part two on this special edition. We're going to play a compilation of of some of the best impersonations of the Macho Man Randy Savage that we have seen on our television.
1: Oh yeah, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh. Ooh. <coughs> oh. That ain't it.
0: Oh. Ooh.
1: Oh. Oh yeah. <claps> Yeah, that was, that was a little off. Ah! Uh,
0: yeah! <laughs>
9: Ooh! Dig it! Was Perfect, it a little off. I think so? Yeah. Ooh,
2: yeah! Done. Nailed it.
9: Boy, I hit him with that macho.
1: All man. right, here it goes, here it goes. Ooh, yeah!
0: Ooh, yeah! Oh, my gosh, bro that was horrible. Oh, really? Like, yeah, really, it's like this. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was worse. Oh, yeah! Really
1: macho and sandwich. Oh, yeah!
9: I think we need to stretch it out just a little more bit more. What did you try? Like this. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah!
6: Oh, yeah! I don't even know how you're my twin.
0: Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh,
1: yeah! Ooh yeah! Take it.
9: Either oh, would yeah, have to. Yeah, Yeah, let me
1: tell you something. <laughs> Hardwick, yeah, we <laughs> oh, yeah, the Macho Man.
0: Dude, that's your, what you
9: gotta do. You gotta play Macho Man. In if they have if there's a script for a Macho Man movie, I'm it. Yeah, there's know, no it, way it, that that can't happen. The the story of Randy Paul. That was an incredibly good
1: Macho yeah, Man. Yeah, really
9: tell hard. us to snap yeah, brother, into a slim jim. Brother, tell something, yeah, yeah,
1: when I drop the scepter in the spine. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> something all those hokum saying the prayers, eating them vitamins.
9: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's the a hand motion and the snap curtain. into it yeah. <laughs> bone saws ready yeah. yes. <laughs> and you know how fucking amazing it would be if you played him in the movie and then you got to be in spider-man again in the scene but you're playing him He's so
8: meta bro yeah. and then they got a God. me
9: to show up the set well i showed up to set and met macho man that day because was my favorite wrestler and i was like i gotta meet him so i came and i wasn't working that day but I, they brought me in to meet him And, you know, my character's name is Flash. So someone introduced me as, hey, this is Joe, and he plays Flash. He goes, yeah, Slash. (laughs) And I go, hey, hi. And literally, it was amazing. He stood there, and there was a blonde woman with very beautiful, very voluptuous blonde woman Mm -hmm. uh, squirting lube into her hands and lubing him just keeping him slicked and lubed at all times through the whole conversation a dry. <laughs> and so i'm talking to him and i'm just like man you know i really just you know i think the the wrestling changed after wrestlemania 5 when the mega powers exploded and i just don't think it was the same after that and he's like oh, yeah he knows what's up yeah <laughs> and like she's just lubing and lubing and it was really fucking wow. weird because there's another person standing right there so you you want to change focus and include her in the conversation, but she never looked up Invisible. once. Invisible. Like this even, is your job, even to him. Lube. Yeah. Like, lube yeah. me. Did he Ooh, offer yeah. you any? You want some of this? He's like, yeah, bro, get up on this. Yeah. Did you get his album? You know, you put out an album. Oh, yeah, This man. is my favorite story anyone's ever told. <laughs> <laughs> like, ever. The Macho Man. I mean, it was. I was like... just watching him the other night. Just a, you know, obviously a YouTube clip of him and Mean Gene. And, uh, <laughs> just,
7: good burgers, Mean Gene has. Just
9: he would just spin around he and, like, he was, back. like, so high at this point. Yeah. Like it was incredible, and he still did a great job of being Macho. Man. I can't believe Elizabeth married him, Miss Elizabeth. I can totally. He was—he's a comic genius. That man's a genius. <laughs> he's brilliant. I mean, I think it's—you're talking about the—if you—if you YouTube Macho Man on Coke, it's probably like, it. like, yeah, an, like it's an interview comes yeah. up with like yeah. however many million views. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's him, like yeah, I mean, gee, and he talks with his back the whole yes, time. Yes, yes, yes.
0: He keeps, keeps spinning like
9: spinning around, and he's like, "Yes, he's like, well, you know." Macho is so okay. And then Macho's like walking away. He walks off camera, and you just hear him off camera going, the interview's over.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, Yeah. Yes,
7: yes. Dig it. Well, there you have it, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: Gene, let me tell you something, yeah.
7: He, Macho Man, how do you feel about
1: Hulk Hogan and Miss Elizabeth? Hulk Hogan, I don't think much about him. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there with the lovely Elizabeth in my corner, yeah.
9: <laughs> he played uh, uh, our friend Carlos. Carlos did this cartoon in Nickelodeon called The Exes, and he cast Macho Man just to, as a villain, just because he wanted to work with him. And he was yeah. like, he's amazing. You don't give him any line readings. He just puts the weirdest intonations on stuff. Like, if you wanted him to say, like, uh, hey, I found a puppy. He'd go, Hey, I found a puppy. <laughs> like, he would put the intonations in the weirdest places that they could never tell him. Well, that bone saw is ready. It's like, bone saw ready. <laughs> like, hey, there's an up. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, you know? let me just, let me just... He always. I was always afraid he was going to pop. Like, he always looked like he was going to pop.
7: Guard, is this... This man? What was that? Gene Okerlund right here is a crime. Here. Oh, yeah, yeah
1: Rolls Royce. I'm very serious. Top of the line. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm reading uh, yesterday's newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> okay, now get out of here. Right? On the outside will be no factory, because I am ready. ready, and I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers.
7: Cup of coffee, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wow, man, freak
7: out! battle champion of the world, Macho Man nothing Randy. Means nothing. 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 nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing.
6: Unjustifiably
1: in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Magnus, he has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney. And let me point to the president. I am the cream. <laughs> I'm living in a nightmare. And I am the cream. i my way. And nothing is going to stop me. Nobody does it better. Here's a... <laughs> <laughs> no. Nobody
9: does it better? The- yeah. <laughs> he, was referencing- yeah. he was referencing the spy who loved me. Yeah. Oh, my God. In the beat And yeah. the beat goes on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cup of coffee. And the beat goes on. <laughs> Cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. How, how aware do you think he was? Holy shit. Oh, he, they, they said they uh, went to pick him up on Spider-Man. They went to pick him up at the airport. Dressed like that. <laughs> like he was he came off the plane that, that way. He was just that guy. Oh, like, he God. talks that way all the time. It was I mean that was just his thing. You just I guess those guys just become that. Yeah, that's really, it's weird though, because it's like, you know, the, if like when you're putting together a character, Macho Man Randy Savage, there's not much to that, there's not much you can pull for a character work, and then he created this just psycho, oh he's my just God. a psychotic man. It's I'm, the best. Uh, alright, Macho Man Joe Manganiello. <laughs> yeah, <hard>
1: we are <laughs> hard yeah, there's something
9: hard uh,
6: <laughs> yeah, Nerdist Podcast, yeah,
1: Oh yeah.
9: Cup of coffee, yeah. The cream rises to the top. Yeah. Have them do that. No, tell everyone to enjoy their burrito. Everybody enjoy your
1: burrito, yeah I'm not a professional it. wrestler It's over
0: I'm
1: well, be a bodyguard it. Yeah. It's over uh, Guarding
9: <laughs> bodies in particular
1: Yeah, one that yeah. catches the <laughs> eye <laughs> And that, that catches fight. the heart huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Ladies like Liz, yeah What kind of music do I listen to? Yeah, I'd say uh, Number one is rap Oh huh? yeah, most of you don't know But I got more Got an album of my own out here. And uh, I was gonna give you a little sample of it, but before we started rolling, the producer came in and said, Don't drop it yet. Yeah, let it drop when it drops, and it ain't happened yet. Yeah, the one thing that is most important in everyone's life, yeah, I'd have to say, a great set of glasses. Mm-hmm. And you know what they say when your future is bright? Yeah, you gotta get a cool pair of shades like these bad boys here, yeah. Give you a little half-eye, but not the whole thing, because the glasses never come off, yeah. I say, uh, if I had to get up in the morning and leave the house with one article of clothing, it'd be these bad boys right here. If I had a superpower, I would say it'd have to be controlling my rage. Yeah, I'd be the only man who could control his rage because I don't know if you know, but I got a rage that's uncontrollable when I start on the attack. See that, see what just happened there? I kinda had it under control just for a little bit, yeah. I mean, I was gonna snap. Yeah, but that wouldn't have been good, bam, for you. Wouldn't have been good for me either. Can you spell fine, huh? Anytime uh, money's taken away, it's not good, yeah. And that happens to me quite a bit because I can't control it. Yeah, it's like madness. Total uh, taking over the body, you know what I'm talking about? Huh? Madness freaking out, yeah, because I can freak out like nobody else can, yeah. But the only problem is when the freak out starts, can't turn it off until it's run its course. But, uh, yeah, superpower would be keeping the freak out under control.
0: Ooh,
1: yeah!
4: Macho Maniacs, what else can you say about the illustrious career of the macho man, Randy Savage? We've said it all. We've had multiple editions prior to this Hall of Fame special covering the career of the macho man, Randy Savage. Long overdue is his induction in the WWE Hall of Fame. Lanny Papo's speech was fitting excellent To the point, of course, in poem style, finally, the Macho Man is in the Hall of Fame. Thank you, Randy, for all the memories, one of the most memorable promos ever in the history of this business, and one of the greatest in-ring competitors of all time. Just to think, we could have seen the Macho Man versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, An up-and-coming Shawn Michaels competing against the legendary Randy Savage. Oof, that would have been great. So many missed opportunities in the latter part of his WWF career. But Diamond Dallas Page and his feud with Randy Savage in WCW was classic. It made DDP the superstar that he became. Randy Savage pivotal, pivotal in making DDP's career. But the Macho Man transcended through the times. Whether it was going the neon colored look from his long gowns and robes to fringes and uh, cowboy hats through a black and white NWO style to the modern day black <laughs> pull back hair and ponytail to the last images of the Macho Man going all gray, Santa esque, Macho Santa, as he looked, it looked fitting for him in his age as he was ready to move on from the dyed, black-dyed beard, black-dyed hair, and he looked happy and at peace with himself. And we sure do miss the macho man, Randy Savage. Thank you, Randy, for all the memories. Beyond the Bell has a lot going on, fans, some major announcements and keynotes upcoming for B-T-B. We have brand new affiliates and sponsors. You can go now to btbcast.com as well as ringannouncing.com and we have a list under our sponsors section for all the brand new sponsors and affiliates of B-T-B. You'll be hearing those commercials periodically through each of the shows, but some of the top Sponsors so far that we just signed for Beyond the Bell is AVG, a great, great system for antivirus through security for your Android devices to clean up your phone or your tablet. What a great, great software package. We'll be talking to you more about that. Gazelle, want to sell your phone? your iPhone, your tablet, iPad, Android, what have you. You can sell. I've done it. My wife's done it. We've done it. We've sold back our phones for a considerable amount of money and purchased the brand-new version, of 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 the whether you have the samsung galaxy or the iphone we were able ourselves my wife and i to purchase brand new iphones via gazelle and there's certain discounts and promotions by going through Btbcast.com. they work they're great they give you top dollar for your phone tablet electronic device you could purchase ref- refurbished as well and use equipment at gazelle.com gazelle a great sponsor of btb fathead i'm sure you've seen them. you can click on the top banner next to the beyond the bell logo at btbcast.com fathead is an affiliate and sponsor of beyond the bell and we are excited to partner with them if you want to have from professional wrestling stickies stuck to your wall images of hulk hogan you know from hulk hogan to cm punk to the rock stone cold steve austin they are so cool looking from wall hangers to just regular paintings if you want to put pictures on your wall it looks so awesome football basketball baseball to the uh, hunger games the latest movies the avengers comic book characters batman superman fathead has it all and you can go to the fathead link via btbcast.com there'll be others where we'll be talking about of course advanced auto parts as you heard in this broadcast barkbox.com you've heard it i'm sure on other other podcasts from professional wrestlers fanatic.com they'll be heavily sponsored and affiliated with the jetpack podcast once that gets relaunched as we have updates and uh uh, re- a, re- a revamp site for a jetpack podcast. I'll be I'll be making that announcement for you Jet New York Jet football fans out there uh, or s- football fans in general as I'll be revamping and re uh, distributing the content for the Jetpack podcast. Steiner Sports another Uh, sports collectible and memorabilia site. I have grew up on Steiner Sports, uh, going to Madison Square Garden. Steiner, what a great site to get signed. Also classic uh, gear, jerseys, all types of sports memorabilia. And speaking of sports, sportswear, Reebok and Adidas are affiliates of btbcast.com, and I'm excited about those two because, of course, they're juggernauts in the clothing, apparel, and sports apparel industries, but what I want to provide you fans is certain discounts. When I find out and, and, and receive certain discount codes to receive discounts off of uh, special sale merchandise or brand new items, I will put them on btbcast.com and advertise them on the show. So if you like Adidas, if you like Reebok, I will get you guys hooked up with the deals for those two great brands all this and more plus we have additional sponsors to talk about here at on beyond the bell and at btbcast.com those are just the few that i want to mention so a lot happening i want to connect all those proceeds for you contributing just by clicking those links helps support Beyond the Bell, and the more support I get, the more I can invest in the show. We'll be expanding into providing guests for you. I know we wanted to do it over the past few months and over the past year or so. Um, Tim Corvin, the author of Pioneers of Wrestling, uh, discussing mainly the 1800s in professional wrestling and how professional wrestling evolved from its very early stages. Tim Corvin the author of Pioneers of Wrestling will be on Beyond the Bell over the next few weeks. I'll have the exact date for you coming soon uh, at ringannouncing.com. Right now I have the article about Pioneers of Wrestling, the synopsis and the link to amazon.com to purchase either the hard copy or the ebook of pioneers of wrestling but we'll talk more about that when he comes on the show he, he was at the Colorflower Alley Club we'll get his feedback on that so Tim Corbin a, a new connection a new contact here on Beyond the Bell that you'll be hearing over in in a few short weeks and like I mentioned on our last edition the month of June will be fanned Friendly Month, where the fans pick the content. I have a few shows lined up that you fans have asked for, and I will be releasing the content specifically over the next week or two of what you'll be hearing throughout the month of June. It's my birthday month, so i decided to bring it to you fans. The Fan Friendly Month here on Beyond the Bell throughout June. Also, I've revamped btbcast.com. The sponsors have been updated and added, as well as a new look to the website. Not an overhaul, but a new look. Um, updating it, trying to make it more user friendly for podcasts. I hope to have a feature podcast player to uh, to my website. It's a DIY, do it yourself. You know, I'm, I'm learning uh, website publishing all myself. I'm, I'm updating it myself. We're affiliated, of course, with the SNS Radio Network. But you fans out there, if there's anyone that would love to help and contribute, would be on the bell, as I would like to connect with you fans. A few of you offered help and provided assistance and suggestions, and I appreciate it. Uh, if you want to help... Uh, Contribute to Beyond the bell, not just monetarily, like I'm asking, or supporting the sponsors, but you know, for uh, ideas for websites, plugins I'm using for my uh, for my specific site for podcasting. I'd love for you fans to uh, provide me some feedback or uh, any tips. I really appreciate it. But the brand new site is up. We have now a special section that I've been wanting to do and I finally was able to implement it, the greatest matches in professional wrestling. I threw up about six to eight matches right now. It's under uh, History, Greatest Matches, under that tab, as well as on our feed on the main page, as I've posted YouTube links. Also, I'll post Dailymotion, wherever I can find direct links to those matches outside of the WWE Network. I'll put them on the website, And not just matches. I'll be putting the greatest promos. Uh, I want to link it to the show content as well. If I mention certain matches of the week or certain matches in in the theme content we have, I want to put that on our greatest matches section on the website. So you can go to btbcast.com now, and it's under Greatest Matches. I've had Jericho Michaels ladder match, the Loser Leaves Town. Speaking about the Macho Man Randy Savage, the Loser Leaves Town match with Jerry the King Lawler. A very uh, underrated match, a match that's not really seen much of, because it's, it was it took place really before the Macho Man hit his high point. But that's up on btbcast.com, as well as other great Jeff Hardy versus the Undertaker, I throw up a, a few great ladder matches. Samoa Joe versus Jushin Thunder Liger from TNA. So it's not just all WWE. We got Memphis Wrestling, TNA. I'll be throwing the NWA Terry Funk versus Ric Flair, the I Quit match from Clash of the Champions is up there. Steamboat Flair. So I got some great, great, uh, great initial few matches for you guys to watch you guys and gals to watch as we'll continue to update them over the next few weeks and we'll tie them with the content that we'll have each week for you on Beyond the Bell. So much happening. I want to thank all you fans for supporting us as we continue on providing you the best content going old school a little different take. All these wrestlers have podcast now, the Nature Boy Woo Nation, a little shout out to the 16 time world champ. You can listen to all these professional wrestlers you know, give you their takes on the business. I can't do that. You know, I, I'm an independent ring announcer. So I can give you the perspective of a fan of professional wrestling for, you know, over three decades. I've been in the industry on the independent scene now, going for over, you know, eight years and eight, nine years even. Oof, oof, amazing. Almost decades as well, uh, announcing. And uh, I can provide my take on it. And I think I have a decent knowledge of the history of wrestling, and I want to provide that for you fans to go back to Relive. I know a lot of you have great, um, a lot of my, most of my listeners have a great knowledge base and are very, very intelligent, and whether it's just to Relive, to remember, oh yeah, I remember what he's talking about, or if there's things you didn't know about, I'm glad I can contribute to fans. Now, I may not get everything right, may miss a couple things, you feel free to correct me, of course, but... I try to give you guys an entertaining podcast, something different to listen to that's not just a professional wrestler, a Hall of Famer, just speaking about, you know, uh, just speaking about. <laughs> just a different take uh, as a fan and someone that's in the industry from the independent scene and someone that truly loves this business. So thank you, fans, for supporting Beyond the Bell. You can support monetarily as well if you like, not just from our sponsors, but at RingAnnouncing.com we have a special section to donate to be uh, from a developmental t- talent to a Hall of Famer. You can contribute right now from five dollars to up to I think thirty, forty dollars if you like, and all goes directly to supporting and updating RingAnnouncing.com and Beyond the Bell. So I appreciate all your support, fans. Uh, highspots.com still affiliated with the SNS Radio Network and Beyond the Bell, and we are thankful for that. And Unblockus.com will help support the SNS Radio Network. Well, it's time to take it home now, fans, as we wrap up the Hall of Fame career of the Macho Man, Randy Savage. The Macho Man's last wcw theme will take it home what up match? when he revamped himself with team madness as we mentioned at the latter part of this week's program what up match? was his latest and newest theme in wcw as he returned after his hiatus This was a different style theme, not your prototypical pomp and circumstance. You're used to hearing from the Macho Man more of a hard rock type of theme as he was once again trying to revamp his character. So what up, Mach? We'll take it home as we wrap up his historic career, a part of the 2015 class of the WWE Hall of Fame. Don't forget, fans, Big Sexy Kevin Nash, part two Parts 2 and 3 will be covered over the next few weeks here on Beyond the Bell as we'll wrap up our Hall of Fame special. Speaking of Hall of Fame, I've started to document and archive the previous Hall classes of the Hall of Fame starting from the very first class featuring Andre the Giant. So from the early 90s throughout their hiatus before they brought it back at WrestleMania 20, I'm going to go back and relive the additional classes of the hall of fame and those hall of famers that we have not forgotten about but they need to be remembered once again on beyond the bell so stay tuned for that fans so kevin ash parts two and three coming up and the fan friendly the fans choice month of june wccw q a and music ecw moments and music we're going to cover the history of the smackdown theme songs a lot of music coming up. You fans like the music editions, and we're going to bring that to you. The Stone Cold Chronicles, the year 2003, Stone Cold's back, and we cover it right here. The Horseman Files continues. The years 93 and 94, controversial years in the history of the four horsemen. All this and more coming up on Beyond the Bell. So stay with us, fans. We're red hot, powered by the S&S. Radio Network. So until our next edition, as always, fans, stay old school, my friends.